Coming up on today's episode of Other Radio Cats. Society will always have an opinion. And that's normal. And that's normal. But the closest person to you, your husband, your immediate family, their opinions matter. They can't suggest, but they cannot direct. Other Radio. It's Other Radio. On the radio. No one has power over you unless you give it to them. You are in control of your life and your choices decide your own fate. I particularly love this quote. It is so empowering. The quote was stated by American author Leon Brown. Welcome to Ardor Radio Cast. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. Hello, hello, and hello to you, my Ardor Radio Cast fans. Welcome to another interesting episode of Ardor Radio Cast, where we inspire you to be a better version of yourself. My name is Priscilla Fibrasima, and it feels good to have you join us. I hope you're all doing well, both for those returning listeners and for those just coming on board for the first time. I understand that a lot of us are stuck in our homes due to the COVID-19 restrictions and lockdowns in several places. We at Arda hope you all stay safe and we wish you good health. Well, today we'll be taking you through a fresh topic, still on the gender equality series. And by the way, if you have not listened to any of the other topics on the gender equality series, then I think you should. It's a must listen to. So please take our time and listen to it and you'll be glad you did. Now, this month is the Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and this has influenced our choice of topic for today's episode, titled, Whose Body, Whose Rules? Yes, whose body is it, and therefore, whose rules should apply? You see, due to the restrictions of movement and lockdowns imposed on people to curb the spread of the COVID-19 virus, there has been a rise in the cases of domestic violence and sexual assault meted on spouses partners, and people cohabiting. Now, this is a very terrible situation as victims are stuck with their abusers because of the restrictions. For example, in Nigeria, the number of reported cases increased from 4 to 15 per day. That's an outrage. Imagine the number of women out there who are yet to report their abusers. So it begs the question, Why should women or anybody at all be sexually assaulted? Why? Isn't it their bodies? Why should anyone feel they have control over someone else's body? Does a husband or wife have control over their partner's bodies? So many questions begging for answers. Well, we'll be discussing this topic today. And I have my guests here already. And I'll be introducing them to you right after this short break. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. Welcome back. You're still listening to Ardor Radio Cast. But before we went on that short break, I had told you that we'll be discussing about the topic, whose body, whose rules. So let me get onto it quickly and introduce to you my guests. So I have my Ardor crew again with me. I still have Stella with me. Hi. And I have AJ. Hi. <laughs> and 
we have our special guest in the person of Lekpasha's boss. Hello, everyone. So, as a woman, who owns your body? Who controls you? Who controls your body? What you eat, what you wear, where you go to. Who controls it? Is it up to you? Even when you're married, is it your decision to make? Or does it now fall on your husband? Um, okay, so this is Ajemina, a.k.a. AJ. <sighs> when it comes to women's bodies and control, I strongly believe that women are in control of their bodies. Women are whole human beings. We are very capable of being in control of our bodies. We do oh, yeah. not need anyone to point us in a particular direction in what to do with our bodies. We are smart. We are intelligent. We can make the right decisions for ourselves and even when we make this mistakes which is allowed for everyone we um we are capable of coming out of those mistakes and learning from them and becoming stronger so i do not believe that um anybody should be the one to point us to, us to as to what to do with our bodies or dictate what to do or what to wear we're allowed, we're full human beings, like I said. We're allowed to make decisions for ourselves. Yeah, but you know what? What you painted now is what the ideal woman mm -hmm. should be. Mm -hmm. But is that the reality? Okay, I thought I was talking from my perspective. No, that's not correct. What's reality. the reality? I think the reality now, society dictates almost everything a woman should wear and where you should wear it to. Okay, so if you're going for a party, for example, society is this what you should wear. If you're going to a place of worship, society is this what to wear. If you're going for a meeting, society is this what to wear. So generally, society dictates um, what a woman should wear and how she should wear, how she should look to certain places that she goes to, and you're judged by that. I think even, boys, even when it comes to marriage, society dictates when you should get married what age is the ripe age for marriage and what age is uh, well i don't think it's a woman's thing alone i think it's an it's it's a human being problem you know i have seen people who have told me that my uncle is 40 something and he's still single eh? what is he doing you know mm -hmm. so it's 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 not a woman man thing and uh, it's not a woman yeah. thing alone it's um it's an it's a societal problem but since we are focusing on the women in this particular discourse, I, from when we were young, um, from since forever, society has always determined how a woman should look. Check our adverts. We're advertising Bayru. The woman is wearing mini skirts and body hug. Check our our seasoning. Already, yeah. The woman is light-skinned with a dark husband and the children have coily hair. It's always been like that. Mm -hmm. So you are growing up thinking there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. You don't measure up. Mm -hmm. I have to look like this woman in the advert. Mm -hmm. I have to look at like this one in, 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 that is that they are using for this uh, telecoms advert. Mm -hmm. I have to, my hair has to have coils like this one. I remember those days when all of us were comfortable with three in one wig on. We were okay. We were happy. We looked good. I remember those our three in one wig on used to bounce in our head like this. We felt <laughs> like we were, we were divas. Then we woke up one morning and Brazilian wig on came up. And the poor girl that is living in Ajegunle that cannot still afford three in one weapon now wants to kill herself for this Brazilian weapon. That even the person that is living in Lekki cannot afford though. But because society, yet again, 
has presented the Brazilian uh, as 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 the as the ideal. So, what is the, the is the society that decides what a woman does with her body? You know, the, is the society that decides that you are too fat? Yeah, but, you should, but should that be the case? It's not the case, but there's nothing you can do about it. You see, most of the time, I always say, yeah. I only trash issues that can be resolved. There's nothing you can do about it. It has always been like that. From generation to generation, it will always be like that. You understand? And But you see, the truth is, even when you get married, I'm a lawyer, and I can tell you for free, even when you get married, you're, you automatically your body becomes your husband's right. As a, as a matter of fact, both of you should have right over each other's body, actually. Mm-hmm. But as a woman, you cannot. You can, it's actually a basis for divorce. It's enough for divorce. If the man has a good lawyer, you just wake up one morning and you say you want to be using contraceptive. The man does not know about it. You say you're not ready to have child because of your career. Are you, are you, are you okay? The, the decision to have a child is for a couple, a man and a woman. It's our decision together. Yeah, but if the woman says that, okay, you know, I'm not ready to my body and I'm not ready to have children now because then don't be A ready to B. marry don't be ready to marry ah don't be ready to marry the number one reason for marriage is procreation if you are not ready you should discuss it with the man mm. i am not ready oh this my body is my body it is my body i want to look sexy for as long as possible i have a friend that did that gave birth to two children and she she did cs and i asked oh, yeah. her is it that you could not give birth? she said no this uh Hey, holy of holies that God has given her. She wants it to be tight permanently for her husband. She does not want any child to, to, to spoil the place. That is, she's in control. She's in charge. She made a decision. That is her choice. But not the decision of having a child. That is not a decision you can make alone. It's can, not. Can I ask a question? Okay, so what, do you, what would you advise a woman to do in a situation whereby she decides not to have children at that moment because of maybe she has tried to talk to her husband mm-hmm. and she probably has like health challenges you know sometimes when you don't space your children mm-hmm. but having children back to back could mm-hmm. have effects mm-hmm. on your health yeah. mm-hmm. so if a woman tries to communicate to her partner to say okay do you know what this is what's happening mm-hmm. and for health reasons this is what I do not I would not like to have children mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. And you have a partner who maybe is not understanding, who for example has still decided maybe not to use protection or is not understanding. Mm-hmm. What do you advise a woman to do in that situation? Because what I would think is that the woman may decide to take the law into her hand because at, at the end of the day it's her body. It's yes. her what is deception? That's the point. It's deception. You are deceiving the man. And that is a strong basis for divorce because trust becomes an issue. You must keep trashing the, the, the issue until he sees it your way. Either you talk to your doctor, you invite him to talk to your doctor, you invite your pastor to talk to him, you invite your parents to talk to him. If not, then the marriage cannot work. If my health is involved, that means you are ready to kill me. Doctor say, don't, have, uh, don't get pregnant now. You say I must get pregnant, then you want to kill me. So that's an, another issue altogether. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But we are talking about control over my body. Yeah. It, 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 let's, bre- let's remove children out of it. Let's talk about, oh, uh, I'm now fatter. He wants me to lose weight. Uh-huh. I, 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 he wants me to do enhancement. He wants my boobs to be bigger. I, 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 want, I want to go and do but I have a friend that but went and did, um, um, she did um, um, lipo and removed all the fat in her waist and then did her breast lift. Her husband had money and she said, no, this is my body. When it concerns my body, it's my decision. I will save the money. I will pay for it. It is my body. That is her decision. 
That's a woman that knows what she wants. She knows that this is her body and she's in charge of this body. But in a situation where the husband says that um, he wants her to do liposuction, he wants her to do um, boobs enlargement and all of those enhancements, (laughs) if... Do, doesn't she have the right to say no? What about the situation where she, she, the husband says don't do it and she says she wants to do it? Doesn't she have the right to say no? Exactly. That is still the same thing. What we are saying is the fact that, see, don't ever get married to someone that you don't see things the same way with. Simple yeah. as ABC. Already, yeah. Simple as ABC. Whether, see, you, I, when I lost weight, I know how many friends, I, I know how many friends I cut off. And that's because when I was very fat, they were all there telling me, oh, you carry yourself so well. You are so big. And you are so beautiful. And when I lost with I was like, ah, you are evil. Though. So you were looking at me like this. <laughs> you were my friends. <laughs> Do you understand? So the, the, the society will always have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's normal. And that's normal. But the closest person to you, your husband, your immediate family, their opinions matter. They can't suggest, but they cannot direct do you understand? I have another friend that did breast uplift and she said till today that she suspects that her husband went to go and pay the doctor extra to make the boobs bigger because yeah. <laughs> the boobs feel bigger <laughs> and that there's a way she had the doctor and her husband always looking at each other every time she says that this thing is bigger that they will look at each other with a smile that I suspect that my husband did something behind me. Do you understand? But even if he did something behind her, I was because okay I, I want it to look this way and I know she will not agree. Do you get the point? But was that right? I don't think so. I don't think so because she's in charge of her body. She decides what she wants to do with her body. What I'm gathering from all the discussion is that I feel like the women's right to her body is very limited. Mm. I feel like the man... Before you get married, before you get married, before you get married, your right to your body is 100% before you get married. But legally, spiritually, culturally, once you get married your right to your body becomes 49.9%. Your husband's right is 50.5%. It's the reality on ground. Even if when I go to church, go report to pastor. They will say, have you seen women who who kneel down to beg men for what the men did wrong to them? It's the society, oh. Now the man offend you. They say, beg your husband for peace sake. Just beg him. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's a place for common sense. There's a place for the ideal. The ideal is that it's her body. She should make a decision what she wants to do with her body and what she does not want to do with her body. But once you get married, it becomes a partnership. You should have a say over his body, just like he would have a say over your body. Okay, so let's talk about sexuality. Uh, say the man wants to have sex and then the woman doesn't want to. Already, yeah. Because of one reason or the other. She comes actually she's probably tired or whatever. We have seen things like this destroy homes, you know, ruin marriages. What's your take on this? Is it the woman's right to say no or not? Please let the other ladies talk because my <laughs> so opinion I about this particular one. To my, my opinion <laughs> about this one because I one, if I say my opinion, <laughs> this this podcast will bust. Uh, and I want to because hear because I don't I don't have the same views with okay. most women. So please talk. Okay, do you know what? Uh, when it comes. First of all, I'm not I'm not married, so I'm speaking from you are speaking from romantic novel and telemundo exactly. point of view which I pray will be my reality. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay, so what I think is to be honest, maybe call it fantasy, call it ideal world or whatever. Um as she said, 
it is easier when you marry somebody who you're on the same wavelength with, somebody yeah. who understands you, somebody who isn't selfish, yeah. who understands that again, you are a, a woman is whole and is a full human being and is capable of saying yes and no and not you enforcing your decision. Because the truth is, even if people are married, there's still abuse in marriage. Yes, there is. A woman can be raped by her husband. A woman can be sexually you know, abused by so which some people do not agree, agree with. with. Exactly. So those are the things. The lines have become blurred and it's like yeah. you know. But I think to be honest, just as the man is capable of saying not right now. Let's I do not want to have sex right now or whatever. I think because let's be honest. A human being, you go through different emotions. I do not think that everybody will always be in the mood to force seven. Mm-hmm. Although you hear that men are sexual beings and they are always, but even men, I, I don't know, I'm not married, but I would say that they also have that because your business or whatever can affect your sexual yeah. origin. So when you are talking about all this uh, uh, sexuality thing, you are talking about it from there are so many, 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 I have many, 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 many female friends who are complaining that That's they want to do, the man they don't want to do. So it actually rides on what I'm trying to say yeah. now. Yeah. So the truth, so just like the man in certain situations in his life is not able to would not want to have sex yeah. it's the same as a woman too there are external pressures maybe from work or psychological issues or things that you're going through and let's not forget hormonal issues as well yeah. that could alter your sexual drive and all that so I really feel that yes a woman should be able to communicate because sex should be enjoyable not a chore and not something that you're doing to please the other person, person which exactly. a lot of women do to be honest but that's not the ideal situation that it should be, you know. So I feel like a woman should be able to say, Already, yeah. "Do you know what? I, not right now." But not say it in a way. Communicate. Do you understand? Yeah. Communication is big in that. So you're saying not right now, and you're saying probably why. And even if you don't, you don't really have a full picture of why. But you're able to share. So it's not just, "Oh, I don't feel like," or oh, "Must you always stop me?" or whatever. You're able to say, "Do you know what? This is how I'm feeling." And of course, you have a partner who is understanding. When it comes to sex, yeah. relationship between a man and a woman is individualistic. We can't discuss it like this. We can't dis- discuss it on a general note. You understand? Ideally, a woman should always be ready for her husband. That's what our mothers taught us. That's what our grandmothers taught us. A woman should always be ready. But don't forget that in the days of my grandmother, my grandfather had like four wives. So when the timetable finally gets to you, you'll be ready. That's the reality. You will be ready because the man didn't touch you last week. He didn't touch you two days ago. The man is coming into your room today. You are too happy that, oh, he's coming. So you will be ready. It's different from a generation where it's one man, one, one woman. Man, he yeah. was on top of you yesterday. He was on top of you two days ago. He was on top of you three days ago. You are just coming back from work. You are Honestly, you are done. Okay? That's why I said you, you look at it from each individual's perspective. So, first things first, like I always say, marry your friend. Marry somebody you can communicate with. Marry somebody that can sense it. Mm-hmm. Even before you talk, he has noticed from the way you walked into the house that, ah, uh-uh, ah, this woman, her expression today, she's not looking happy. She's not, she's not going to be in the mood to talk. She's not, you understand? Marry that kind of man that can see the signs and pick it up. That's what I believe. Because you can't keep saying, oh, the woman is not in charge of her body or she's in charge of her body. Yeah, when the man, because when the man, the truth is, when the man wants to have, he wants to have. But then he wants to have and the woman says no. And then he forces himself on her. There is this discussion in being whether it's rape or not. Okay, okay. Do you know that there are situations to where 
the man says, the woman says, let's do. And the man says, no. And she forces herself on him too. Most people believe that a man can't be raped. No, no, but no, 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 rape, rape is rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the truth is, either man or woman, when the other party says no. Married or not. Married or not. When the other party says no, it is no. Thank you. That is no, it's no. Well, for me, what we were discussing previously, I feel like in as much as our culture and tradition is very important and the norms have been passed from our grandmothers to our mothers to us, in as much as they are very important, we also as women need to understand our bodies and know our rights as women, single or married. Like there was a movie I, I, I saw previously, um, the, the girl was a victim of female gender and because of that she had se- um, sexual uh, reproductive issues and all that and when they got married the man was wondering like this is not what I expected mm-hmm. and all that but through communication like what Ajemina said communication is really important through communication the man was able to know that okay, this was up with my wife that I married and everything still bring us to another issue now this is not the fault of the young lady because she as she's someone that has been a victim of what society some people that still practice female gender it's very wrong please it needs to be abolished in any society so it all comes down to us understanding our bodies and communicating effectively with our partners, single or married. And like she said, FGM really is one way that society has managed to control a woman's body even before she gets to the age of accountability. You know, and then she grows up with the pains that awaits her in the future. So now she's married even when she has sex, there's no form of pleasure. And they do this so she's not becoming squashed. Yes. Like, her future has been taken away from her. I just feel that at the end of the day, in all the years of this mutilation, what have we achieved? Do you understand? Do you know there are women who become promiscuous due to this same mutilation? Because they feel, I have not met the right man. So I'm not experienced. Exactly. So they keep trying new men. Keep trying new men. Keep mm. trying new men. So it has defeated the purpose for doing it. Exactly. You understand? So exactly. I just I feel that this is a strong point. place for advocacy. Yes. Mm. It's a strong place for advocacy because the, even in the society that does it, they still don't know why, why they do it. it. Mm. They just know that my grandmother did it to my great-grandmother. And my exactly. great-grandmother did it to my great-grandmother. And so we are continuing it. Exactly. They, don't, they, don't really realize, they don't really realize how it's affecting people. Oh, and then the girl. No, because the girl already has experienced trauma. What that child remembers. Before that child is able to understand what is sexuality. Before that child is able to know what is called orgasm or what is... That child has already experienced pain. That child has already associated that private part with pain. So once you even touch her there, the first thing that hits her head is pain. No matter how romantic she's feeling with the guy, the minute you touch that part of her body, the first thing that occurs to her is pain because her first introduction to that space in her body is pain. Okay, so to wrap up, to wrap up this, we've spoken about FGM, we've spoken about um, marriages and who owns your body and who has the Yeah, right so because the child that was mutilated, is, her body is owned by the woman that mutilated it. Yes, now. Because whenever she's touched, then that she, she would remember. remember that at that point, yes. she does not, it, that body does not belong to her anymore. This her body is so stolen from her. her. Yeah. Before we wrap up, um, one thing that comes to mind is how how do we go forward as a society? 
I believe that um, things are beginning to change. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not a lot, but we can see changes yes. Yes. in the way people are bringing up their sons, in the way people are bringing up their daughters. Now there are a lot of more conversations in families to the girl child about mm-hmm. your body, about you know that you have a say, mm-hmm. you're a full human being, you're capable of making the right decisions. You do not need to depend on a man to feel whole and to feel complete. You are complete as, as you, you are. are. Mm-hmm. Like you said in the last um, podcast, and I, I go back to it again, the home is the foundation of everything. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 there must be that communication. Mm. You know, we said it all in that last podcast, and you have just repeated it. Yeah. If you keep telling your child that your child is a king or your child is a queen, mm-hmm. nobody else is going to tell the child anything else outside. Mm-hmm. My father has told me before. See, until they tell you that somebody got to the gate of heaven and they did not allow the person in because of wedding ring. <laughs> when the time is come, is when the time is right, is right. Does it bother me that I'm single? Yes. Does it worry me? Yes. But the fact that I have family that is telling me, calm down, it's going to be all right. I don't have parents that are saying, marry anyone, no, marry anyone you see, oh, marry anyone. So I'm not under that pressure. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you you need, as women, we need that home backing. The reason why lots of people are suffering in marriages now is because they do not have that home confidence. Yeah. I cannot go back home. So I'm, like I'm stuck I, I'm here. I'm stuck here. Yeah. I will embarrass my parents. Daddy will be angry. Mommy will be ashamed. They will talk in church. Blah, 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 blah. Hello, let the whole church come down. Let the whole of Nigeria capsize. If my parents says it's fine, then it is fine. Woo! Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Another round of applause for a girl that's like dads who are doing amazing with their yes. girls. Yes. children. They deserve a shout out. Wow, so much has gone down today. Thank you, Lequashos Bosset. Thank you, Stella. And thank you, AJ, for your contributions to this discussion. As always, you guys were super. Well, we're going to short break now and return shortly. Stay with us. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. Thanks for staying with us. Now, I hope you were able to pick a thing or two or everything we discussed. So you can answer the question for yourself now, I guess. Whose body? Whose rules? And then I hope you make the right choice for yourself after you answer the question. We know women are strong, capable, and confident of making the right choices for themselves. Well, we have come to the end of this episode. I think today's discussion was pretty interesting, and I hope you thought so too. Do please leave us your comments, questions, and feedbacks on info at otherdci.org. That is, info at ardadci.org and we'll be happy to get back to you. This podcast was brought to you by Arda Development Communication Incorporated, an NGO located in Lagos, Southwest Nigeria. Do please follow us on all our social media platforms to get updated on all that we are doing. And believe me, we are doing a lot. Our handles across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as YouTube, is at African Arda. Easy to remember, right? At African Arda. Follow us, like, and share. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. And please drop by again for more podcasts from us. My name is Priscilla Fibrasima. And don't forget to keep discovering the best you. Radio. Bye. It's Arda Radio. It's Arda Radio.
already have.